0: Hey guys so today you and I are going to talk about being experienced and bad at coding and if programmers care so let's get into it so the question in question was Frederick do experienced program or do programmers care if they're dealing with seniors or experienced programmers who are bad at coding and the short answer is yes yes they do I don't think there is anything that is more detrimental to your personal image as an experienced programmer than if you're bad at code. Let me explain. So this is something that is a bit of a a phenomenon, phenomenon, see, I got it, in IT. And the phenomenon I'm talking about is the illusion of that you know everything. What does that mean? Well, it means that as a software engineer, you are perceived to be an expert. Now, the problem with being an expert is that everybody thinks that you know everything. That's also a strength, by the by. If you know how to leverage this, you can get away with stuff, guys. Oh, my God. I, I'm i always amazed at how some of the most genius programmers, they are so good. And they don't even realize that there are people ev- like just walking around them, just in awe, looking at them and just thinking think that think, they truly believe that these guys and girls know everything and they never leverage this guys if you want stuff to happen in your company you have to realize that if you're an experienced programmer and people come to you all the time for help they look up to you they think that you know stuff which means that your your words carry weight and you never use it for some reason I don't know why start using it Learn some some charismatic uh, traits and start leveraging that because it's so important even for your software. But one of the worst things that can happen is that you're not able to answer every question. You're not able to write code well. You're not able to deal with bugs in an efficient manner or at least live up to the expectations that other people set on you. And this is horrible it is horrible because as i said the illusion is that you know everything and the more that you can fan the flames of this illusion that you know everything the more people are going to love you the more the more they're going to be convinced that you are some type of I don't know genius like or Aristoteles or some like Einstein type of character that just knows all the things and they just lo- they just conti- they want you to be this smart at least the non-business people or the business people and the other, like the junior programmers are very similar like in programmers between programmers are in a very similar way looking to people who can teach them something who feel the, who they feel are not necessarily always better than them at software engineering but that they have some value they can produce things they can like shoot ideas with each other and ideally the juniors at the very least they want to have a mentor they want to talk to experienced programmers who really know their stuff so you can imagine what happens with that illusion if you sit down next to an um it next to a junior developer, super excited to meet you, super excited to like you have this really, really complicated problem, and then you kind of just go, "Yeah, no, I don't really know how to do that. Some people will be let down, some people won't will understand, and it depends it all depends on like what the problem was. I remember my first time when i I broke the the grand illusion that I know everything. It was not on the channel, it's still intact here. I know that. But it was with one of my junior coworkers. We were going to implement one of the things that I find the hardest in, I, I, my brain just doesn't work that way. I always write a unit test for this. We were dealing with a batch job and we wanted to, we, were, we needed to figure out at what offset in time or there was a time period we needed to account for before we actually ran the batch job. And I just, I don't know, I, I may not have had my coffee that day or I'm just not very good with time. That's why I always write a unit test for time. So should you, because it's a fucking hard thing. And I sat there and I got it wrong, I think, five times in a row when she was sitting next to me like just getting the the concept right. And then she just, after a while, finally, she actually speaks up and goes, "Uh, but maybe you should do this instead of that. And then I just did that and I kind of go, oh, yeah, cool, that works now. And she started laughing a little bit and said, you're not very good with time. And I just looked at her and I smiled and I said, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I'm not very good with time. And what was beautiful about that exact moment was that up until, like I broke the illusion, I broke the illusion and instead of being disappointed, she started, well, she started relaxing a little bit. I think she was a little bit disappointed as well, because after, after a few of those snafus, she started going to some of my other coworkers that are fairly experienced as well, but that haven't at that time at least broken uh, the grand illusion. But we got a better, a more warmer and nice. I, she, I became more approachable because she started realizing that, you know what, I don't know everything, allegedly. And this is a factor. You will face this as well. Every single developer will, will go through this. The, you will get to a point when you get so experienced that you start to notice that people are perceiving you as an expert. And now comes the next part in your personal development. Are you going to let that go to your head and get prestigious about it? Everybody does it to a certain amount. amount. I felt the same way. I wasn't all that long ago where I felt that I had something to prove. It starts in two stages usually. It starts when you're a junior. In a junior's position, you want to prove to the seniors that you're smart and then you get to be a mid-level programmer, and you you don't feel the need as much to prove to the seniors that you're smart, but you feel that you need to prove that your work is really, really good. And that, well, sort of is the same thing, I suppose, but in essence, you get very defensive about your solutions because you're in the philosopher stage, as we like to call it, where, You think that you are reinventing things and coming up with great ideas and then you're convinced that these this is the future this is how we should be doing it from this point on you're this close to making your own tech talk about it and then someone comes and says you know I don't really like that and you get super defensive about it you don't even listen because it is an attack on you that's how you perceive it and then finally you start realizing that you don't know everything and you as i was saying either you never really get comfortable with that and you just get defensive and angry and you try to do everything you can. Your reptile brain is telling you, defend yourself, defend yourself, fucking defend yourself. Someone is attacking your code. And these people, I'm very sorry to say they are around. They are bad attitude seniors. And then you have the people who realize that, you know what? It's actually a very tiresome, it's, a, it's tiring. It's, it's so tiring to be the expert. It's so tiring to be the person who has to live up to this expectation of everybody else because, you know, it just just snowballs on you. You start impressing people and then all of a sudden you go out of your way to impress people and then all of a sudden you need to do extra hours to impress people and all of a sudden you let them down once and you feel bad because you made a human error. And now it feels like you have to start over. And this is the thing, it's so much work to keep on impressing people and so little reward for it, but it's so easy to lose all that respect. All that has to happen is that you need to fail a few times and then the meter goes down again. If you look at building your your grand illusion that everybody has to the highest peaks, well, that's a lot of work and at least I feel that it's not worth it. So what I want you to take away from this is pretty much that seniors who are bad at coding, uh, I promise you, coders care about this stuff. I mean, the only reason anybody's most likely looking at this video of mine is because they believe that I have something to share with them, that I know something about software engineering that is worth listening to. If I had even say 30-40% of my videos come out as where it very obviously shows that I don't really know what I'm talking about. Do you imagine that anybody would watch this little this channel of mine? No. And it's the same thing with when you work. If you continuously fuck up and you show very clearly that you're not as good as... I, because, guys engineers are technical, smart people. They will not follow someone they can identify is weaker than them. It's the same thing with leadership. Weak leaders don't have strong leaders following them. They have they get undermined or they get replaced. That's what gonna, that's, that is what happens. And what I really want you to think about is that y- this is because you are perceived to be an expert. You are working in an expert field. Your role is to be an expert and with that comes an illusion of that you know everything and you don't and you are much better off by accepting that early on and being humble enough to realize that sometimes you're going to do really well and sometimes you're not going to do so well and try to fight that primal urge you will have when it comes your way to impress people because some people will be impressed by you but don't let that sink in and become something that goes to your head feel good about it but don't let it become the primary thing because all of a sudden you're spending so much energy just trying to impress people when you could be living your life and being happy instead have a great day